Well, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us for this uh, conversation. We have been in a series in the book of Daniel talking about honesty. And this last Sunday, I thought it would be cool to invite Pastor Marcy, who's also my wife. And uh, she is joining us for this conversation, uh, taking it a step further to talk about some ways that we can grow in honesty. But first, Marcy, why don't you just share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Marcy. I am your wife. I've got four awesome daughters. I am on maternity leave and I came back to do this. Um, And I'm the Central Kids Pastor. So I oversee all of kids ministry across our three campuses. Yeah, and uh, you come up a lot in my stories, so <laughs> you know this is this is her, and uh, yeah, but no, I just it's you know it's so cool. Like we we talk on Sunday; it's a very different format than a conversation. Mm-hmm. And now that we're getting practical, because honesty is something that is like a muscle, right? right? It's not like oh, you're born honest or you're not honest. Right. It's something that can be developed, you know. And some of us even grew up in homes where honesty wasn't a value that was really encouraged or cultivated. And as a parent, that actually really does matter. Like I was the other day, I had this moment because I, you know, it's on my mind. I was studying about this and I was putting the girls to bed and our second, our middle child, Juliana says, uh, Mia has stuff under her pillow. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, really? What do you, what's under her pillow? And, uh, you know, Mia looks at me and goes like, I could tell she wasn't sure if she should be honest. And she's like, um my princess dress, my princess shoes, my <laughs> necklace, like shows me all this stuff. And in that moment, like, do I want her to have all that stuff in her bed with her? No. Yeah. For context, we don't allow them to sleep with anything. Yeah. They don't usually we, go to bed with toys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the room is for sleeping. But like, I just realized if I shut this down, then that's just going to teach her next time right. saying, oh no, nothing. Right. Like, and lie to me. And so I let them play for an extra like 10 minutes, maybe <laughs> or probably too long, but it was like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta celebrate the fact that right. she's being honest right now. If I want to encourage that. So we have a part to play cultivating honesty in our homes, but also, uh, it's a muscle that we all need to grow. And so we're going to talk right. about three ways, primarily three ways that you can put this into practice, that you can develop this muscle of honesty. Uh, and the first one is to invite and accept honesty from others. Invite and accept honesty from others. This means that you have to care about what people really think. So let's just start with the idea of inviting it from others. Why do we need to do that? How do we do that? Well, I think in order for us to be honest people, we first have to be able to receive honesty, right? Mm -hmm. It's a a muscle, and so we're growing. And so, um, you know, the fact that we need to start with ourselves. So if we can be the type of people that are comfortable with hearing kind of hard truths about ourselves um, or a situation or whatever it may be, um, it's really important because it kind of uh, brings things to light. It you know shows our blind spots and you know something we always say around here at Brave um, in the office is we value feedback. Right, feedback is our friend. Yep. And so you, you could take that professionally, but you could also take that outside of work into your relationships, whether it's, you know, with your spouse or your girlfriends or, you know, whatever, um, is we want feedback and to really be able to Mm. hear what those people are saying. Right. And we, and I think it's important that we, whoever we're inviting, right. To receive the truth from, Mm. we are smart about it. Like make sure it's people that are, you know, in your circle or that their words carry weight. Uh, you don't just want to ask anybody. People, that yeah, don't know and you. and and maybe it's uncomfortable, right? But if you want to grow, yeah. if you want to grow, and that's really huge because I think sometimes most of us we just wait for someone to finally 
give their feedback mm-hmm. or to finally say it versus being proactive. Mm-hmm. But there's something really powerful about taking that initiative mm-hmm. and even knowing that, man, if you want people to like, how many, I, I remember like a season when I was younger where because I was the kind of person that was always speaking my mind or always saying this or that, or always reacting to stuff, right? I was always the last one to find out about things. <laughs> and that's like a bummer, right? And then you're like, wow, why doesn't anybody tell me anything? Well, I'm just going to stop you right there really quickly <laughs> because <laughs> it makes me think of, right, opinion is different than truth. Yeah. And so, yes, speak you know, the truth. And I think one of your first points in your message on Sunday was like, speak your truth. It was mm-hmm. part of the three things. Um, but yes, speak your truth. But remember that opinion is mm-hmm. different than truth. Yeah. Right. So like, yes, we're saying there's a lot of opinionated people and great. I'm one of those people. But having to realize the distinction between yeah, an opinion two, speaks right? to your experience or your right. preference. It doesn't right. necessarily speak to what's true. Right. right. Objectively. Right. So, when, for so when you're hearing someone's truth that they're telling you, um, I always say weigh it. Right. Take it to God. And I always ask mm-hmm. like, OK, Lord, is what they're saying? Is that truth? You know, take it to other people that you trust. Um, and then there's that second part of it, um, which is accept it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because if you, if you have like, if you develop a pattern in a relationship of mm-hmm. like being resistant when people give that feedback or, or are honest with you, then you're kind of like saying, Hey, I want you to be honest with me, but I really can't handle it. Yeah. But not really. And, and then what are you going to get? You're not going to get, you know, more, They're not going to want to be honest with you. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It kind of reminds me of um, when we were having dinner last night. Oh. Okay. So we <laughs> had a lunch date yesterday. Yes. And then we had dinner, obviously, together as a family. And I was on my phone and I was eating. And then you said, Hey, babe, um, you kind of are on your phone a lot. <laughs> and I got annoyed. <laughs> and I got annoyed. And. You said There's not really a great way to say that, by the way. No, you said it really nicely, <laughs> yeah. actually. No, you did. You said it really, really nicely. I mean, you weren't, you know, mean about it or you weren't snarky about it. You just said, Hey, at lunch, when we were on our date, you were on your phone. Yeah. Um, and then now you're on your phone and you know, just it, and then you said it makes me feel like you're checked out. Mm. That was that's a hard yeah. truth. That's a hard pill for me to swallow, right? Mm. And even though I wanted to be reactionary and I wanted to, you know, give you all the reasons why I was on my phone because I was doing something important, um, you know, I could have defended, I could have gotten defensive. Yeah. And I'm, you know, you learn this in your relationships over time, mm. right? I'm getting to the point where now I don't react, I respond, right? There's That's the difference. There's mm. You can be reactionary or you're defensive and you give your excuses or reasons or whatever, or you could pause and respond, and so I didn't say anything to you. <laughs> I just <laughs> was like, and, uh, no, until I now, did. Until now, I didn't I, know that went so <laughs> no, well. <laughs> I know, no, I, I did say, I just said, oh, okay. I mean, I was annoyed, <laughs> but I put my phone away, and yeah. it was it was hard, and, and later mm. I had to sit with it, and I'm like, I wanna be present for our kids, I wanna be present mm. for you, especially, you know, seeing you at lunch, on our lunch date, like that, the time that we get together is precious, yeah. right? And so it was hard for me to swallow, but I sat in it. And I didn't say anything. And I think a good rule of thumb for anybody, if this is a area area where you want to grow in, right? Mm-hmm. We're all a little immature at first. It's and so if we want to mature in this area, just don't say anything. Don't re- yeah, don't 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 react. don't react. Just say oh, okay, I hear you. Yeah, because you it. can always circle back later. Totally. Too. Okay, well that's really good. So the the second thing, let's keep it going, is uh, to share truth to heal, not harm. Share truth to mm-hmm. heal 
not harm. Let's unpack this. This is super important um, because we might not think of truth as being something t- that you could harm people with, but mm-hmm. truth, it can be weaponized mm-hmm. in relationships. Right. Uh, what do you think of when you think of harmful truth? It's like, I think you mentioned this or you've said it before, but like, it's like when people use use it as a weapon, like you said, but like you're in an argument and you just kind of drop a truth bomb, but it's mm. it's not for a solution. It's literally to be mean. It's just yeah. to be mean. Or to be right there's or to no get what you want. Resolve or, or, yeah, it's, there's, you're saying something without a path to move forward. Yeah. What's the point of sharing that if you're not trying to grow or heal, right? Yeah. In your relationship. And I think that when you're, honest with someone the whole point of being honest is to move forward yeah is so you can right remove that barrier. i'm sure some people can think of like experiences with their family where it's like there was like why is it that the truth gets dropped in a big heated argument that escalated to something mm-hmm. that's like a sign that it's being withheld mm-hmm. not being like gotten to a point where you know what okay i want to i want to bring some health, some healing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share this in like a, a tender, vulnerable moment. It's yeah. like, no, I'm so mad at you. So now I'm just going <laughs> to say what I'm really thinking. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like even in a movie, right? Where there's like a drama and then like, it's usually like the end of an episode and then there's this big like bomb that gets dropped. So that right. kind of truth is often counterproductive. It can do more harm. It's not helpful. Uh, but a key distinction is that hurtful truth isn't necessarily harmful. Sometimes the truth does right. hurt. Right. Sometimes it's not easy to hear, uh, but is loving and important. And so we can't be so like to the point where we're like, if I don't, if this hurts, if this hurts my feelings, then they're just mean. Yeah. Truth can hurt your feelings. Yeah. Right. But I think, you know, one of the things on my, um, on my laptop, I have like a little icon and it, and it has, it's an acrostic and it's, it's the word is think. And Mm -hmm. it's, uh, T is for, is it true? And essentially this is for think before you speak. Right. So T Mm -hmm. is, is it true? H is, is it helpful? I is, is it inspiring? N is for, is it necessary? And K is for, is it kind? Mm -hmm. That is such a good kind of like marker when you're, it could work in, you know, anything, but it's a good marker for when you are going to speak the truth to somebody, right? Is it true? Okay, it is. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say this, but is it helpful? Again, is it helpful? Not harmful. So if Mm -hmm. it's harmful, don't say it. And if you're not saying it in a kind way, like think about what you're what is the motive behind why you're going to say what you're going to say right yeah um and is it necessary is it necessary for your relationship to grow to move forward to help this person with either was whether it be a character flaw or a situation or work or you know whatever it is um is it beneficial to both them and you know your relationship and if it's not it's probably an opinion and you shouldn't say it yeah probably not worth uh right you don't have to say everything Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so lastly, this leads media. really well into <laughs> our last exercise for truth is mm-hmm. uh, three, share truth through a positive lens. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's my favorite uh, because when you do need to offer some feedback, I think it's so important like that it can be phrased in a positive, even mm-hmm. if it's hard. Mm-hmm. And that's a good motive check. If you can't say it with your heart for them or the outcome that you want for them or the positive thing you want, if you can't say it through a positive lens, then maybe maybe you don't have the wrong motive or maybe your mm-hmm. heart's just not in the right place mm-hmm. to have that conversation. But I think people can tell when you really care yeah, and they'll respect it even if it's not what they want to hear. But we sell ourselves short when we share the truth without connecting the dots to the why and to the, to the potential outcome mm-hmm. that could could happen because you shared it or because what right. you want to see for them. So I think that's yeah. really, 
Really good. Yeah. Also, I'll, I'll just go a little longer on this one. So um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I just think we, we think positive thoughts about people a lot that we probably don't share. Yeah. And I think that a huge part of this is like saying those positive things more often mm. because it gives you the credibility necessary when you're going to have a tough conversation right. that is for someone's benefit. Yeah. They know your heart. If you point. never say the positive things and you just come in with the feedback all the time, they're going to feel suspicious of where you're coming from. Uh, like I remember when I was younger, like one of my mentors taught me this compliment sandwich thing. And I hate that. I think it's so weird because to me, it just feels so like I see this coming a mile away. Now, every time, you know, this person's going to like start, start off saying something positive, then they're going to say something that I don't want to hear. And then they're going to like pat me on the back on the way out, you know? And I know like it yeah. works for, there's a reason people do that. And if I ever do that on accident, uh, it was an accident, but <laughs> Like, I just think it's so much better, like affirm some, something, you can say something positive, but then just like get to the point and like share your heart, but do it right. with a positive lens. Yeah. To me, that's like the ultimate like sandwich because you're just, you're thinking of the end in mind. Yeah. You're thinking of that person. When you're going to give tough feedback to someone or an on, share an honest truth, mm -hmm. how do you get ready for that? Again, I know it's so silly, but that honestly, that's why I have it on my laptop. That that <laughs> yeah. thing, that acrostic is like, mm. I really, I don't just say what comes into my mind. Mm. We all can do that. It Again, it's a muscle. It takes restraint, mm -hmm. self-control to sit in it and, and really think, okay, what I'm going to say is it going to be beneficial for them to move forward, to grow, for my for my relationship to grow with them? Um, and I am prayerful about it. Um, I just recently have to have a lot of hard conversations, and it's so important to me for that for those people to hear my heart um, and know why I'm saying the things that I'm saying. And when it's something super heavy, um, I could just encourage everybody be prayerful. I mean, yeah. prayer is powerful and ask the Lord to give you the words that you need for that person to be open, to receive what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and I also have to remind myself because I am um, very empathetic. I'm a very mm. empathetic person. Like if I don't, I may not know you, but if you're crying, I'm crying with you, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so um, I tend to, I've, grown over the years, but I've tend to, um, I used to sugarcoat things or like I would shy away from the truth. I've learned not to do that. I've learned to, you know, before I, when I prepare myself to get ready to say a hard truth, I just remind myself what I'm going to say mm -hmm. is all in love. Yeah. And Lord, give me the words that I need in order to convey that. Mm -hmm. And I hope that, you know, that I'm guided by the Holy Spirit and that they can feel God's love through what I'm saying. It's like, you know, in Ephesians 4.15, speak truth and love, right? And so sometimes we either go all truth and no love or all love and no truth, right? Where we're like dancing around it. And it, so we have to find a middle, yeah. right? We have to have both mm -hmm. um, as followers of Jesus. And and even if you aren't a follower of Jesus, it's so good to to look through that lens of, you know, what we're saying. To be honest with you, we're out of time. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, there's there's a construction going on outside. And oh. uh <laughs> I I'm long-winded. I, I think they're about to start spraying this window with a pressure washer. <laughs> paint, the church in Dublin's being painted, so Woo! surprise announcement. There's some extra truth, some bonus truth. Uh, so in summary, invite and accept honesty from others. This is real, guys. <laughs> share truth to heal, not harm. Share truth through a positive lens. And uh, what's next? I always like to end with something coming up. Hey, so this weekend, Father's Day, be there doing this 
with my dad. Yeah. We're having a conversation. That's awesome. So that's going to be fun. Hey, I hope you guys have found this helpful and uh, yeah. talk soon. Thanks for having me.